cliffcentral.com Good Friday morning, everybody. St. Peter looking fresh on a Friday, but then that's what she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Never look like your problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's good advice for all of us. Never look like your problems. Mm-hmm. All right, it is Friday. You've made it not only to Friday, but to the first day of March. Ooh. My birthday month! Yay! <laughs> this is where Simpiwe puts out the, uh, the, the the well-known shopping list. Uh, she calls it a wish list, but it's actually like, you got to buy me this stuff. Yes. That's kind of how it works. Everybody in Simpiwe's life is like, oh, shit, it's March. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we have a lot to do today. We've got um, JJ Cornish who's going to be talking to us. He's in Algeria, of all places. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and, and he said he's only there for a few days, so I'm like, well, we'll talk to you on Friday. Why the hell not? Of course, he does African analysis with us every Tuesday, so we get to find out what's going on all over the continent. Mm-hmm. And today he'll be talking about a specific reason that he is in Algeria, of all places, so we'll find out about that. Okay. And I see the comments section is alive and well this morning. There's a lot going on there. We've got Sport with Ben uh, we've got uh, new producer James's first day solo on the job. Ooh! So I'm just waiting for a mistake so we can blame him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so mean. Uh, all right. So lots of things uh, happening already. Gareth, do you even know that in Wednesday's interview there was an inverter or something beeping the entire time? Very annoying. Now I do. That was in the Brendan um, O'Neill interview. It was actually on his side. Uh, Carl. So yeah, I know it was very frustrating, but he apologized and he said he's not even sure what's going on in his apartment. Um, but it wasn't from our side at all. So go and listen to it and you'll hear it's definitely on his. Um, so yes, we try to bring you the best quality interviews. I can't do anything about someone in London who has a machine on in the background though. He also looked like he descended from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> he had this bright white light behind him. It was weird, right? <laughs> it was so like, okay. <laughs> Very. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> Expect to see like angels flying around behind him. Mm. Okay, so uh, Simpiwe said this thing <laughs> in passing because we had a little uh, bry yesterday yes. here at the office and we had... Jane looking after everyone running around, and mm-hmm. it was all very nice. Everybody uh, got to spend a bit of time just, you know, eating and talking nonsense. But Simpira let slip that in one weekend, her childhood has been completely <sighs> ruined. And I, I didn't get to hear the rest of that because I had to go and talk to someone else. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow morning. Anyway, it's been killing me. I slept properly last night, so it wasn't killing me that much. But okay. I'm still... I'm like I'm curious now. What the hell uh, could it have been that ruined your childhood? Did you find out that WWE isn't real wrestling? No, no. Did you, I, found, I found that a long time ago. Did you find out that soap operas aren't real people's lives where no, cameras follow them around? This is much more personal. Karen. Oh shit! You guys know how hard I ripped the East Rand, yes. and you've seen my neighborhood yes. now. Now you see like where. Yes, I've been. You know, I've been to your your hood. And you, you see how beautiful and calm mm. it is, you know, no, that's like, no. me. So listen, when I thought East Rand, right, I'm thinking of like hardcore gangster Bedford View, you know, um, Radovan Kretcher, Lolly Jackson, that kind of stuff where all the gangsters meet at the, at the, at the Bedford Center and they put their guns on the table and that sort of shit. Yeah. So 
I didn't know. I go to St. Peter's neighborhood and it's beautiful, leafy. There's birds chirping. It's quiet on the oh, roads. It's just like the middle class. Like it where is, it is. It's, it's just but some it executives there, people, but, retirement. But it's people, That's it's where people, I grew up. It's people trying to live their lives. Yes. They don't want any shit. They don't want any noise. They don't want any trouble. So this is why I was repping the East Rand so hard, just to find out <laughs> that we are not the exception to the rule. In fact... I've grown up with gangsters all my life. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, what happened? So I already, we already knew of one like retired gangster mm-hmm. that like lived in our street and he took care of everybody and made sure everybody was safe. Oh, and then so we kind of turned a blind eye if something did happen, right? That's he was like, like uh, he was like a neighborhood, almost like a busybody, but he was there to protect people. Yes. So we are just like, we're not going to be in your business. We're not trying mm. to find out what shenanigans. Nice, nice that he cares. Yes. And then he passed on and we're like, oh my gosh, it's going to go shikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikik
Vincent says the East Rand sounds really nice. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't, can you defend it now? I'm not sure. You know, the reason why I defended it so hard is because of where <laughs> I grew up. And I'm like, I know where I grew up. I know the people I grew up with. It's uh-huh. a great place. Now I'm just like, you know what? Oh. Live there at your own risk. Mm-mm. At your own risk. Okay. It, yeah. Not nice. Um, I've got something even more gross to show you. Oh, I, no. I don't. I don't mean to upset anybody first thing in the morning, but this came up on my feed yesterday, and I just thought, you know, if you think your life is tough, maybe mm-hmm. you're under uh, health stresses, maybe you're under. Oh, here's our producer. Uh, uh, just uh, pop in front of that camera there and say hello to everybody oh, just quickly. So <laughs> we'll this so there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So there he is. There's James. <laughs> producer James. How's it going? It's good. First day without Ryan. Yes. We're doing it. I think you, we're doing it. You're managing. We he went made live. Me a cup of coffee. Right. He made you a cup of coffee. That's already a step up right. from, uh, from Ryan. Yeah. Right. He offered even. I didn't <laughs> have to ask. To be like, fair though, I did have to ask Ryan how you take your coffee. About okay. five minutes Shame. ago. So. I, I think Ryan was a bit like emotional yesterday. Yes, he was. He, he didn't, didn't want to go. Yeah, he didn't. He was just like... He didn't. He left quite late yesterday also. Oh. Like, mm. Is everything fine, guys? I think we'll, I think we'll miss him. Yeah. I think we're going to miss him. But <laughs> he will be in the comment section. He's assured us. Yeah, absolutely. He will be uh, listening from Ireland, so we'll keep up to yeah, date. He's going to have a new name in the comment section, so we must yes. look out for that. <laughs> yes, it's no longer <laughs> producer Ryan. Ex-producer. You're not on the East Rand, are you, with... With pedophiles and gangsters. No, I actually lived out where Ryan lived for a long time Ooh. in the West Rand. Oh, even West. Um, even West. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now I'm now in the north. Oh, uh, four ways side. Oh, I know where he lives. Oh. I've seen. Uh, where James. Where oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. very Lani, guys. Oh, don't like, do that. Let's very not do very Lani. <laughs> like I had to drop him off once. I was like, oh James, you started to look very so, cute now. <laughs> right. But what are we going to do? About the West Rand, we need representation on the show. So now, <laughs> with Ryan having uh, you know decided to go so far north and west that he's going to be in Ireland, we're going to need to find a new. So in the comments section, if there's anyone who's on the West Rand, please uh, let us know so we can make we can officially make you the person, yes. our contact person, the West Strand person. All right, yes. go and do your work. Okay. There's no I'm need good. to. You don't have to hang around here Thank all the time. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, so we were talking about this gross thing. Yes. So this came up on my feed. Now, if your life is pretty tough at the moment, you've got challenges, whatever, financial, mm-hmm. health, maybe there's uh, you know an ex who's bothering you, maybe mm-hmm. there's um, uh, your car is giving you trouble, whatever. Oh, okay. Imagine how much worse your life would be if you had to eat mosquitoes. Now, this is for real. I have no reason to believe that anyone would make this up. In other words, it hasn't been like digitally enhanced. You can see the thousands of mosquitoes in the clip. I'm going to explain it to you if you're listening to us on podcast, just so you know what's going on here. But this is somewhere uh, in, in East Africa mm. where they have so many mosquitoes near Lake, Lake Victoria that you catch them with a basket um, like you would catch fish with a net, basically. We'll take a look at this and I'll explain what happens, all right? Sure. This is one of the most unpalatable foods in the world, mosquito burger. Each mosquito burger contains about 600,000 mosquitoes and is said to have seven times the nutritional value of a beef burger. During the rainy season in Africa, the mosquitoes around Lake Victoria are too numerous to count. 
about 2,000 mosquitoes per cubic meter of space. Mm -hmm. In order to deal with this long battle with mosquitoes, they ingeniously created this unique mosquito burger. Faced with frequent mosquito infestations, the locals are not happy with the frequent mosquito infestations. In order to make up for the lack of protein in their daily diet, they catch a large number of mosquitoes, mm. then they press them into the shape of a burger and fry them in a pan. Although it looks very dark, but this mosquito burger is a unique and tasty dish All right. when it's done. I, I, I can't watch more than that. No, I don't want to see any more people trying to eat them, but... Essentially, it's like a burger patty that you would buy for any hamburger, right? But it's compressed mosquitoes. I think I don't even think they take the wings off. So it's the it wings. Look yummy, like no. it's black and it's dark, 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 dark. It looks like a piece of charcoal. I've seen like people make food out of like uh, cockroaches and stuff, it's horrible, and, and horrible. I'm like, mm, I don't horrible. know, like. Mm, but mosquitoes. Um, no, it's gross. So this is definitely not for me. I'm sorry. Um, I, I admire people who are trying to find uh, new sources of protein, but you go for it. Uh, I'm not it's gonna not for it. me. And even if you didn't tell me what that was, the patty alone just doesn't look yummy. Like I no, would have been like, it looks revolting. Looks like you would have to disguise that in tons and tons of sauce. Like you would need the hottest hot sauce you could find. You'd need uh, mayonnaise, you'd need tomato sauce, you'd need anything to disguise it because I can't somehow, and I know that they're going to be one or two nutcases in the comments who are going to say this, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Tastes good. That for you. Someone says, ugh, Eminem, wings and your neighbor's blood. Because mm. what do you think the mosquitoes were eating before they flew into your net? Oh. Right? So all of a sudden it just tastes a bit too juicy now, hey? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So that's not nice, but I thought I had to share that with us this morning. Okay. Mapelo says, looks juicy. Well, you're welcome to it. What a way to ruin my breakfast. Thank you, Gareth, says Carabo. Sorry, Carabo. Sorry. Now, last week we had Gordon. Yes. I received some feedback from Dudley on Gord, which I thought was interesting. Okay. So I do also have an update on his dilemma that he had with getting his... His book, book into exclusive because mm-hmm. uh, Dari helped him. Hey? Yes, yeah. and it seems like I, I heard about that. He's gonna be on that list. Excellent. You see, we are very resourceful here. I didn't even know about this until yesterday, but Dari said to me, "Oh, she connected um, Gord up with some guy who's going to be able to help." The CEO. The CEO. Yes. Wow, we don't mess around. <laughs> okay. Shock. Amazing. So uh, this is an interesting observation. Now, Gord is a very strange person. Mm-hmm. Um. If you've listened to him, you know what I mean. If you've watched him, you well, you know even more what I mean. But this is Dudley who listens to us and watches the show live on YouTube, or he watches a, a recording, I'm not sure. But he was observing certain antics with Gord, which I thought were, these are fascinating observations because they tell you quite a lot about uh, the histrionic personality of Gord Laws. Take a look. Good day, G and the Gareth Cliff team and all the uh, listeners and viewers. There's some um, pure. Just about to settle into some YouTube action on the second half of uh, Friday's show and uh, find myself uh, trying to find the mark and I got going and all I saw in the second half was... Look at Gord's... Gord Law's hands going Mm. and going and going and going and going and going. I'm assuming that goes with his mouth as well, but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, anyway... (laughs) Um, 
just thought I'd share that with you guys. Bit of uh, small things from using my small mind, maybe. But uh, anyway, I'm all right. Well, podcast now, and uh, see you guys later. All right, thank you, Dudley. So essentially, he's saying that Gord Laws is basically his hands are all over the place the whole time. Yes, he's yes. very expressive with his hands. Yes. He doesn't ever sit still. I thought that was interesting. It might indicate like he has a very nervous personality. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we must get a psychologist to have a look at this. Maybe Dr. Hernan. Oh, yes. Take a look and try to figure out what the hell's going on there with but that But also cord. people that read like body language and stuff where they can yeah. tell you that um, something's like you're talking from a confident place because you've kind of. Conf- uh, I don't think it's con- mm. Listen. And then if you talk like this, they can explain all the body movements and what that means. It's very. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it up with Gord. We'll do an on air live evaluation of, okay. his, of his behavior with a body language expert and find out if he's completely insane mm-hmm. or if he's just excited. Yeah. Okay, and then Wannabe says, I'm a bit late, but I do stay in Devil's Dorp on mm-hmm. the West Rand. That's Krugersdorp, which is as about as far west as you're allowed to go. And then it becomes yeah, you know, Devil's a Dorp part of the country. Have a good rep though. It's like Northwest Province by then, mm. right? I mean, after Krugersdorp, it's yes. Northwest Province. So yeah, Devil's Dorp also terrible reputation. I mean, you have some cheek. Talking about other people's bad reputation in their neighborhood. Really? You have a cheek, especially after what we know from this morning. But all right, now, Wannabe, we are thereby declaring you W, Westrand, Wannabe. You are the Wannabe from the Westrand. Mm-hmm. You are now in charge of representing the Westrand, okay? We've got uh, Simpira from the east. We've got James in the north. We've got you in the west. And we've got Leanne Mole in the south. Yes. So Everyone's that, covered. That's everyone. Yeah. Okay. Leanne came to our bra yesterday, too. And she was she was almost tempted to like have a savannah. Oh, and she didn't. Nah. Okay. Love <laughs> it said, for her. She said, Oh no, I have to go to work after this. <laughs> but you could see she was keen. She was very, very keen. All right. Um Slippery Pickle pointing out that with Gord with the hand gestures, there's a deaf guy I know. He also talks like that. But he has to. Right? I mean, I think that's probably <laughs> How does he communicate without his hands? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, uh, and that firework background, did you see how we did this? Maybe you can explain this to me. So if I go like this, watch what happens. It should. It makes a little thumbs up. up. Yes. Okay, so if I go like like this, <laughs> yay, then it should make like fireworks or something. No. It did it. Yes, it did it yesterday. I'm telling you, Pumi and I did this. <laughs> yay, it did it, I promise you. It suddenly happened. It did, Simpi. I'm not making it. I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not okay. insane. Okay. I believe you, Gareth. I- <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Oh, my God. I believe you. I, I totally believe you. It's just not happening now. And there are like balloons. and like I don't know how to activate this stuff, but it happens. All right. So if somebody uh, can help us with that, then hold both arms above your head. And then what? <laughs> Freeze. You think you think, think I'm now that now that now it's the same guy Dudley's going to take these yes. clips of me and, and he's going to be like, look at Gareth. All right, look at I'm saying this guy. I don't ever do this. It's just I'm trying to activate this dumb thing. Anyway, all right. Oh my god. And you can do thumbs down as well. So if I'm not happy with something, oh yeah, wait, it's raining. Uh, it's- you see, <laughs> now you see what I mean. <laughs> yeah.
Okay, I believe you now, Carolyn. You dumbass, I needed that. I needed to see it. <laughs> you thought I was crazy. Yes, I just, oh I know God. the thumbs up one. So uh, the <laughs> other gestures of you, hands in the air. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so a few things uh, to get into this morning. Um, and, and don't forget, Ben's going to be joining us shortly for the sport. But here are some things that ultra-rich people do. Okay. If money was no object, what would you do to entertain yourself? Well, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg are among the CEOs and celebrities that are set to attend a three-day pre-wedding party being thrown by an Indian tycoon worth $113 billion. So three-day? Yes. Pre-wedding yes. party. Yes. And he's invited all the other billionaires. So what do you think they'll do for fun? Well, the son of Indian billionaire Mukesh Ambani is said to get married in July. The three-day celebrations are set to take place in India this month. Gates and Zuckerberg are among the 1,200 guests. First of all, that's a lot of people to have at your wedding. Sure. I don't think the bride and groom are going to be able to say hello to everybody individually. Sure. Okay, can I get an invite to that? Like, if someone can't make it, you, just, yeah, just sure, ask they, me. they can have one thousand two hundred and one. Why not? You know, um, the star-studded list of invitees includes Alphabet CEO Sundar Pichai and the Samsung Electronics Executive Chairman JY. Um, Rihanna illusionist David Blaine are set to perform at the event. So, when you have that much money, you can book Rihanna as your wedding entertainment. Pre-wedding entertainment. She's yes, not even yes, the yes, main yes, yes, act. Yes, you're right. Yeah, she's like in the three days before. You're right. Yeah. Um, so you can only imagine what they'll do for the wedding. The wedding. They'll have Beyonce herself there. I mean, listen, the most incredible wedding I've ever been to, there was an orchestra, Ooh. a full orchestra, like 20, 30 people orchestra Ooh. and a 20, 30 people choir. On the other side. That sounds so beautiful. And it was beautiful. Like, beautiful. The detail. Ooh. Everybody, the, 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 the napkins on the table at the reception were embroidered with the names of the couple and flowers. And, but hand done. So it must have been done by this woman over a period of like two years. Or maybe there was a team of them or who yeah. knows. But magnificent, sure. right? And even then, I mean, I didn't see Rihanna unless she was hiding somewhere in the background. Maybe this is her new gig. She goes to pre-wedding parties for billionaires. I mean, you wouldn't have to do too many to really pay the bills, would you? Yeah, she just needs to do one. Just I one. I mean, she already has her makeup line out. She has her uh, lingerie line um, yeah. yeah, her line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's she's not making and she's not making any new music. So, so she doesn't need it. She, it's just a. Let me ask you this: If you had a hundred million rand, it's a lot of money. That's a lot. Okay, uh, would you work? Oh no, you wouldn't. I'm I'm ready to so be you would a stop. rich housewife. Okay, so. So you, wait, at what point would you stop? Five million rand, ten million rand, a hundred million rand. So, like, when is it enough? <clears throat> because even rich, rich people ask this question, and yeah. I have never found a good enough answer. Everybody has a different level of enough, right? Mm. And and I think at some point, if you're into the hundreds of billions, yeah. like, you know, Musk and Zuckerberg and Gates and this Indian uh, Mukesh Ambani dude, yeah. then I think it just becomes 
a game. It's like more, just add more. Let's see if we can go up 10 billion, down 10 billion. Let's play with this, gamble with that, try that out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I dropped a billion. Ooh. Th- that's yeah, like, it's oh. like, I mean. It's like 10 rand for them. Meanwhile, oh. their country's sinking into like uh, debt and recession. But sure, if you're in that league, it's just insane. But I'm saying, how much do you think would be enough? Like, what would you be able to do that mm-hmm. would give you a green light in your head that would say, all right, you know what? You've done good. Just enjoy your life now. If you could live on this and you could live at this level, you'll be happy. I think it would have to be 20 million. Um, I've done some calculations. Uh, in terms- have, of course, I, I knew you would have. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Can, can I just say this was inspired by billions, okay? Uh, like, go on. Th- this is why I did my calculations already. So I've done all the calculations where I... Ideally, I'd love to leave, live a debt-free life, right? right? So I've done the calculations of how much it would cost for me to pay off my car and get like my next dream 20 car. Twenty million? Wait, this is me. Like, how to, much like, debt re- do you have? No, wait, this is me to just retire and whatnot, okay, right? No. So this is like getting uh, getting rid of the car, paying off the car. Mm-hmm. Um, at home, the, the house is fully paid, but I'd love to renovate. One or two rooms, you know, so do mm-hmm. that comfortably. Sure. And then just uh, also just pay one or two things off and just be like, okay, this is now paid for the next few years. And then whatever change that is, which would hopefully now be the 20 million, yeah. would make me be like, okay, I'm good to just stop whatever I'm doing. Anything less than that, I still need to work. I think it's good that you got a number. Mm. Because if you don't know what the victory conditions are, you don't know when you've won. Hey, you know, and right. I've, I, I keep looking at my debit orders and every every month mm-hmm. I'm just like, how do I get rid of you and you yeah, and yeah, you yeah, and yeah. you? So those are my calculations that I've made. It would be 20 million for me to say, guys, I'm out. You're never going to see me again. I'm living my best life in Mauritius <laughs> and I'm working a day in my life. 20 mil. Uh, 20 million is, is Simpiwe's like, that's her... That's where she knows she's made it. Yeah. That's, that's like enough. Yes. And the word enough is difficult for some people to define. Hey. But you've actually put a number to it. She's yes. Done, she's done her calculations. Yes. Ben, how much do you reckon would be enough? Uh, 35. 35. Yeah. You've got a more expensive uh, lifestyle than the SMP we here. No, I mean, if I'm given the chance, aim high and they can knock down. No, good. But uh, yeah. again, victory conditions, right? So if you don't know what you want, you won't know when you've got there. It's also something to work for, something to work towards. Mm-hmm. I think it's 35 because where are the headphones here? You don't need them. I do. Look, you guys are wearing headphones. I feel like I'm not part of the team now. You don't need them. It's only us. There's no online uh, person coming on to I keep telling you, I want to get in the zone here. You can see the comment section. You're, you're good. I can't. I can't. Anyway, carry on. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's 35. Like I want to build a nice home base and I want to travel. That stuff's expensive. Yeah. If I was just... Yeah. If I was more homebound... Because you don't want to travel cheap. It's not that I don't want to travel cheap. It's that I, I want like I want options. Okay. I don't have to do the same kinds of travel. I want to do... Like, just being in Vic Falls last weekend made me realize that. You look around and we met this American couple. And they were, I don't know, mid-60s, starting mm-hmm. to travel. They're kind of like easing into that retirement kind of thing. And their stories were so cool. And I wasn't jealous at all, but I also wanted stories like that, effortless. But Ben, it's also like because they're sixty and they've they've lived a lot longer. No, so, of course, of course. But, but if if you had the thirty five, thirty five million is a lot of money. It is a lot of money, yeah, but it's, it's also is a lot of money in five years' time. So 
here's a calculation that will be interesting to both of you. If you make 500,000 rand a year mm-hmm. for your working career. Do I do that? If you're making 500,000 a year mm-hmm. for your working career, you're already making 20 million over your life. Hmm. And according to most people, then that would not be enough to live well and call it quits. No, but that's the thing because lives are so long and we're constantly spending money. See, I would work it backwards. I would say, how much do you need to live off the interest if you don't touch the capital amount? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that would be a deal. I reckon Simpiwe is pretty much on the money. If you put away, if you were able to invest 20 million rand right now, and I mean, this is all pie in the sky, right? I know everybody's listening to this now and we're even thinking about like, this is not going to happen anytime soon because it's a shit ton of money. But if you could, fantasy for a minute, mm-hmm. you put that away, I think that you could probably live on the couple of, you know, you'd probably get like 80 grand a month mm. after, you know, just at the interest. and How and, much and does Cyril take? The rest of it. No, so he's going to take his bit. But like if you could Always live, takes if you guy. lived on like 80 with no debts. You, you see, that's the trick. That that's a, a lot, good. A, a lot of people forget is that's get a lot rid of, of debt. That's a hell of a lot more than most people have uh, in, in, in a month. And that's with the debit orders and the yes. yeah, fund sure. and the, all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an interesting thing to do. So do your own calculation today. Let's try and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Mapelo says 20 million Simpiwe. The next episode, I blew it, features Simpiwe. Not even. Not I've no. I've done all the calculations. I've sat down and watched all these shows, and I can tell you what people do wrong. And even if I was on <laughs> I, on, I blew it. She studied them. I've studied them, and I'll tell you the one thing that always works is get rid of debt. What people you tend to do is like I'm living my current life, and then I win the lotto and I have like five hundred million in my mm. bank account, but they never pay off the small things Mm -hmm. and they just party, party, party in five years time when the money is done, you're in a bigger hole because your lifestyle has also increased. And and there's another aspect to this that you left out is that entourage. Yes. The entourage is the big disaster area because they're always parasites. Yes. And when they find out you've got some money, oh, Now there's someone who needs a knee surgery and and there's someone who has cancer that you need to pay for their treatment. Suddenly all their problems become yours. If you didn't have money, never be your problem. Yeah, so that's also the trick. Just I've mastered that as well. I've mastered how to just keep quiet about what comes into my bank account, what leaves like to a point where no one at home knows how much I earn. Which they just good. know I get paid on the 25th. That's right. But and I'm like, that way. That's keep good. it that way. Our, our money's our thing. And uh, I just pay tax stuff, so I, I'm always. This is a bad week to talk about this kind of stuff. But your money should be your thing. You do what you you, you do what you need to do to get it. Yeah, oh, no, then we should ask to scrutinize. Because so, my grand has asked me like, so how much do you get? So I was like, mm. so all right, if you had twenty million in an mm-hmm. interest bearing account, you'd get around one point six million rand a year. So a salary of one point six million rand in a year, yeah, that's, not bad. That's good, right? Uh, so, and that's at interest of like eight percent. Then if you if you figure out like inflation as a part of that, what you would do is is you would also try to put some back. So you're not going to yes. spend, you know, a hundred thousand every month if that's yes. what you got. You're going to spend, uh, you know, maybe this month you splash out a little bit, go on a holiday. Next month you consolidate. Maybe you just buy a, you know, new carpet or something. Who knows? Maybe you don't buy anything. That mm-hmm. money goes back and you you keep increasing the capital amount. And you keep making more on the interest as time goes by, compounding, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so you got you can't spend it all every. You can't look at it and go, "Well, I got to spend a hundred thou." No, don't do that. But you got to have some kind of idea of what you want to end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, between my wife and I, we put about sixteen k into our retirement annuity every Ooh. month. Says Carl, it's not going to be enough at retirement. Yeah, I think a lot of people are wondering about that because they, they sell you a big story when they sell you these policies. They're like, oh, you're going to have three million rand. That's not a lot. You're like, yeah, three million rand in 20 years' time is not going to be a lot of money. Yeah, but they also expect you to die out of boredom. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want you to do anything. Just wait. You have this money and then, well, you're going to sit with it. Yeah. No. Don't live. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Don't spend a cent. Unbelievable. You need your house paid off, says Michael. And another one just like it, with tenants paying rent, which pays your medical aid. Then maybe one more house for beer money. <laughs> See, he's got a plan. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> he's thought this through. And the reason we're talking about all of this is because it is actually tax month. I saw a very funny thing I, uh, I posted yesterday uh, from someone else. It says, uh, I wasn't asked to, but I sent a stool sample with my tax returns anyway. Yeah. That's kind of what we should all do as well. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah. Oh. All right, uh, some interesting fantasy there for a little bit to get us going this morning. There is also lots of sport that we have to talk about. So let's get straight into that. Let's find out from Ben what to look forward to this uh, week. By the way, I saw a very uh, rude and sarcastic comment from someone just now. They said, "Ah, Ben, why don't you just repeat the sport from last week because it's more or less the same. No, I guess. I mean, I, I'll be straight up front. <laughs> I definitely fucked that one up yesterday, uh, last week. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, we all make mistakes from time to time. And rugby last week, I apologize. I'll it was take only it. the rugby. It was just the rugby. And you were, you were again, uh, impressively working without notes while yeah. you were walking yeah. around a resort. Yeah, but Very look, nice. I mean, I, I'm I'm here to be the best. That's okay. what we all should be in sport, sure. right? Yes. Sure. So here is Beyond the Scoreboard with Ben Karpinski. It's powered by Superbets. What do we got? Well, we'll start with some cricket because nobody was expecting us to do that. Curveball no. right out of the bat, yeah. <laughs> so oh, New Zealand obviously hosted the 17th string Proteus team for a two-test series, but now they've got real cricket on their shores. And Australia have rocked up there and they mean business. In the first test in Wellington, they scored 383 and they currently are bending them over the barrel there. Um, 162 for eight is what the Kiwis are currently. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Now, the reason they play this, obviously, and there's like these little test series going on is that there's a world test championship, but it's hmm. the stupidest thing in the world because the top teams who have all the money, they play all the games and like Bangladesh play two or three. So it's stupid because when you have a, a championship of anything, everyone should play the same amount of games. No, Australia, they'll play about 14 games by the time Bangladesh, West Indies, others will play about four or five. And then the ICC will make a big deal about the fact that it's a world championship. No, it's not. Basically, just take New Zealand because New Zealand play away in Mordor, okay? And this is actually quite (laughs) impressive about Australia here is that New Zealand is hard to get to, but Australia is already kind of there. So it's not a big deal. Anywhere else in the world, they've got to fly to that godforsaken place. They play in shit weather. There's no crowds and it's tough. So New Zealand always get through here because their home advantage is so big. Oh. And then Australia, India, and England, of course, are the other it's teams. It's so that, far away. It's too far away. It's it's the furthest from any other civilized place in the whole universe. It's it's just too far. It's just too far, and just don't go. If you like cricket, or you're an insomniac, or you just have no way of sleeping, then that's well, it, because that's a, the time zone. I've it's heard it. very, very nice things about what New Zealand is actually like. Beautiful country, lots to see. It's very charming, very it's uh, unspoilt. It's incredibly beautiful. Charming, I think, is a push. Okay, so we'll cancel that. 
Yeah. Fine. But that's not, that's neither here nor there for the sport, really. <laughs> so it is a big weekend for rugby. And in the URC, we've got the top four teams looking to kind of clash it out this weekend. So Leinster are pretty much the top team right now in so many ways. They're looking incredibly strong. They'll take on the Cardiff. It'll be away to Cardiff at 9.35 on Saturday. Whilst teams don't really, yeah, no, no biggie here. Then on Saturday as well, we've got the second best team, Glasgow Warriors in the log right now. They play at five against Benetton, who are on fourth. And then the Bulls versus the Stormers, that is the big local game. Uh, Bulls currently third on the, on the, the log right now. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the one that you told us about. They'll take on the Stormers five o'clock, and it's going to be. It's hard to say it's going to be a packed, full out, sold out crowd, but it'll be a great crowd. And it's a great afternoon because the weather's nice. It's summer. It's still very much summer. I'm sure it's still payday for some people if the debit orders haven't already gone off in the first 12 hours of today. So. Get out there if you are. If you are in that area, it's a slow vibe. I know it's not the days of, you know, Liftlung and all those other kind of liquor things that made the, the Bulls experience great, but it's still the Bulls and it's still Lofters and it's still going to be huge amounts of fun. The other big game to look out for this weekend on a local aspect is Lions versus Sharks at three o'clock. Now, last week there was the Six Nations, not the URC. So what happens is we're alternating a little bit here because the Six Nations obviously is Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, France, Italy. And um, the URC has a lot of those players playing. So the Six Nations takes a break this week while the URC comes back. But if you are looking for a catch-up on the Six Nations, basically Ireland are going to win. But we knew that from the first game because we said if they beat France, then they'll win everything else. And they have. Uh, but Scotland, they beat England last week. They absolutely thrashed them, actually. And uh, Ireland, they thrashed Wales. But then France drew with Italy. So oh. I think the Springboks broke France. I think that's the only conclusion I can come out with here. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Ireland basically just romp home with that one. In the football, um, there's nothing really to talk about in the PSL. Uh, Sundown still way ahead there, 42 points. Cape Town City next on 31. But next weekend will be the big Pirates versus Chiefs local Soweto Derby. So we'll chat about that next week. In the Premier League, very interesting sort of tussle as we spoke about last week with the top three. So Liverpool are on 60 and then Man City and Arsenal both won last week. I think Arsenal have scored more goals in the second half of this campaign than Man United have in the entire season so far. So they really are just catching another gear, which is great. So big, big rivalry between those three teams here. Saturday, Nottingham Forest will take on Liverpool at five. Sunday, we've got Man City versus Man United. And then Monday, Arsenal will be away to Sheffield United. But something to look into for that Man City game. I mean, obviously they'll beat Man United because, you know, Man United are a sort of, you know, mid-table kind of scrappy team. But Man City got a hectic week ahead. Like, this is what makes these big teams so good. And that's why they've got to have so much money so they can have so many players in their little slave trade there. Sunday, they play Man United. Then on Wednesday, they play Copenhagen in the Champions League. And then they're away to Liverpool next Sunday. I mean, that's a that's a three big games to kind of rotate your squad around. So... I would say back Man City to beat Man United, but it might not be their full strength team. It might be, I don't know. These these enormous clubs, uh, and they've got so much money, and and really uh, there are so many people who want to play for them that you've yeah. got like three-year-old kids whose yob parents in East London are trying to palm them off on whoever the coach is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, take him now. Start trading him now. But he's a baby. Yeah, but it's all right. He'll be running soon. How many teams do they have under the squad we see on tv i mean well, are there they, like they, eight they divisions generally... underneath that 
some of the really big clubs generally have fantastic academies and yeah. it literally is like a slave trade. They're going around the world and just trying to bet, get the best talent. Oh, your and baby looks tall. In. Your baby looks like you could kick a ball. And they're, yeah. And, and they take him. And 400 pound. They all push them in there and it's a really sophisticated business how they do this. They've got talent scouts, they've got youth huh. teams coming mm -hmm. up. Then they'll have a sort of secondary team which plays um you know, they still play against the other clubs or secondary teams because yeah. you need much like racehorses. You gotta keep them practicing. You need to keep running these people. Yeah. So you need to get them out there, no matter the weather. And they also have the women's <laughs> teams, Gareth. So yes, they are they're huge. They have the women's is playing as well. And yes, so I, I heard there was some very sexist stuff that went on, you know, and, and England, Britain has become the land of political correctness, but uh, apparently this was in the news. Just take a look at this. Right. decision to boycott its Sunday Wembley Cup semi-final after discovering what it calls horrific examples of misogyny on their opponents' social media accounts. Camden and Islington United players pride themselves on being inclusive, with more than half of their <laughs> board members being women. Inclusive. From their match yesterday, sure. The Amateur Football Alliance uh, agreed wait. to postpone the event and investigation. Sam Holder's report contains some of that derogatory language. Oh. Camden and Islington United were through to a cup semi-final when they found out the name of their opposition. Munter Hunters FC. <laughs> For those who Hunters haven't come across FC. the word Munter before, it's an offensive derogatory term for an ugly woman. All right, so basically, um, Munter Hunters FC is a derogatory term for an ugly woman. And they warned so. us, they warned us at the beginning of the report, like, there is some disturbing language in here. You can't even say Munter Hunters. If you meet most of the footballers that level of the game, trust me, those oaks are hunting Munters at the, at the end of the week. So don't try to get a little high and mighty on me. <laughs> those oaks are about seven pints in by like five o'clock on a Saturday. Absolutely. All right, so that's pretty much a football for the weekend. So interesting stuff around golf at the moment. Um, well, you know, you you're playing on Monday. Well, obviously, I've got Ooh. the world the world finals. Forget about the Ooh. actual. Forget about the people who are winning uh, pro uh, tournaments all over the world. There's a pro am going on. We're all very interested in. Yeah. Well, next next week it's it's an am am. It's just amateurs. So there's no pros where I'm going. But yeah, that's for next week, guys. This. It's not, uh, but not, he, won't even, he won't even be on the show. Riled up here. He won't even be on the show Friday yeah, next week. He's got a lot of concentration. Friday, Friday is final round. So yeah. when I talk to you next week, it'll be go time. So you I will be talking to us? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Of course. Oh, okay. I thought you needed the day to clear your mind. Yeah. No, obviously, but I'm a okay. professional and I will be here on the show, albeit dialed Are you sure you want calls. us to be in your mental just before? Totally, guys. Totally. <laughs> Very good. I'm so prepared for this. I really, Very really good. am. Okay. So. Obviously, we know what the Lips Golf Tour is, right? Mm -hmm. So they, the Saudi Saudis. Breakaway League, they basically gave Greg Norman a whole bunch of money. Yeah, and cool. then he, like the Pied Piper, got a whole bunch of other players to come over. And now they want to make this thing as like the biggest thing in golf. And credit to them, they've done a pretty good job. But then again, with so much money, you can do so much. And they've got really big names now. Like mm -hmm. If you go into the you go into that live website, if you're a golf fan, go onto that website and have a look around. It's actually really great what they've got. And they've got proper, proper talent. So these PGA Tour events that are happening across America, they kind of hit and miss now because you'll get like the big swings, like at the the West Coast swing. We're currently into quite a nice little um, patch as well. So you get big players playing a few of the big events. But the live thing, when it plays, it's a kind of a big deal. Mm. So... This week, they're unveiling the fact that Anthony Kim is actually joined Live Golf. So Anthony Kim was incredible back in the, in the day. 
this guy burst onto the scene back when Tiger was still in his pomp. And he was like, as you know, in golf, you're a big deal if you'll call you a needle mover. And Anthony Kim was kind of that guy. Okay. He was like this shortish Asian looking guy, but he gave it a rip and he was just like a fearless, great golfer. He got down to world number six at one stage. He was really good. Mm-hmm. He was competing in majors. He won a few PGA Tour events. He absolutely dicked Sergio Garcia in one of the Ryder Cup matches when he was playing. This oak was the real deal. Mm. Then suddenly he had a bunch of injuries and that was it. No one saw him. He actually disappeared. He hasn't played professional golf for 11 years. What happened to him? Sure. So there's so many little theories and, by aliens? and stories around this. Now I'm, I'm not sure if he's being probed. But so this is like a sort of prey seed kind of version around this thing. He had like a really bad wrist injury. And people were saying that he had an insurance policy. That if he couldn't play for a certain amount of time, he'll get paid out a massive lump sum. But this guy is the sixth best golfer in the world. So if he could play, he's going to make big cash anyway. But he, didn't, he just disappeared. No one saw him. He became like this enigma, this like man in the shadows. That is weird. That so, used to happen with our footballers, but usually it's because they got drunk and disappeared to Mpumalanga for like a month. That yes. is very weird. Exactly. Oh. They got kidnapped and all their yeah. you know, angry spousal things. Yes. But the Anthony Kim just kind of disappeared. So now, he, out of the blue, he's just come back. He's on the Live tour, okay? So Live make this whole big announcement that he's coming back and they make this massive promo video and this like, Escalade kind of rolls into this hotel. And this is where golf has a bit of a problem, right? Because it's all about like excellence and all these kind of things. Anthony Kim gets out of this car. He looks like a dropped mess. He's got this like ratty hairstyle. He looks like he's been sitting in the dark for 11 years playing video games and smoking dope, which is probably maybe what he's been doing. But he's like out of shape. He looks like shit. He's got this shirt on that says girl dad because that's now his thing. He's a dad. Oh, wow. Like that's not interesting in the slightest. No. And they make all this hype around this guy coming back. It's like... I, I, I wish him all the best. I really do. But it's just such a non-story. <laughs> am, am I wrong, though, to say, uh, again, I'm, I'm the last guy to kind of come up to all kinds of fancy conclusions around sport. But I think that the Saudis have had an unbelievable, well, let's just say these rich oil countries, let's not just say Saudi, have had an unbelievable impact on sport all over. You think about the football teams we were talking about just now. So many of them are owned by oh, and massive funded money. by yeah, massive money know, big oil money from the Middle East. And then you look at Live, and there's so many other ways. I mean, the Qatar World Cup was there. There's so many ways that those countries are affecting mm-hmm. big international sports. When you look at it maybe in 100 years' time through the lens of, of, of history where it's got you know, context – I reckon that we're going to say those guys completely revolutionized sport in our lifetimes. We're not seeing it now because we're too close to it. Yeah, to a degree, I would say so. Sport is ever evolving. You'll get the purists who say, oh, but all that money is just making it bad and all this kind of stuff. But if you look at it, sport sport needs whatever the most money is right now, right? It used to be cigarette advertising. Mm -hmm. Then it's booze advertising. Then it's the big telecoms. Then it's all the crypto companies. Wherever there's like the most money in the world, it falls into sport because sport's exciting. Well, that's why super bets are here. Sport's a jewel, right? So the Saudis are just another sponsor. People can go on about this whole thing about the human rights, whatever, whatever. But they're just another they're just another sponsor, just like Benson and Hedges and Johnny Walker and all these other like wherever the money is, or people are spending money, that's it. And that's what sport is. We can't take it too seriously. And yes, there was the whole Khashoggi incident, which people will still bring back. <laughs> but guys, we're here for entertainment. Anyway, so that's Liv. They're playing in Saudi Arabia this weekend. Anthony mm-hmm. Kim's going to be there with his dad bod. 
Okay. Locally, we've got the SDC Championship at St. Francis Links. Now, the Eastern Cape, of course, isn't the greatest place in this country, but St. Francis Links is tremendous. Yes. It is superb, and it is a co-sanctioned Sunshine Tour event and DP World Tour event. So there'll be a lot of Europeans coming down here. Mm-hmm. Again, great for the economy. It's always so cool. When people come here, they've got to spend money. And then it's actually it's like a really cool little swing here for the, the DP Tour, Sunshine Tour, because next week, the Johnson Workwear Open will be at Glendower. So two big events right here. And if you are looking to watch some stuff on the PGA Tour, we've got the Honda Classic, which is a big event. And of course, the Players' Championships coming up March 14th. And then the Masters is April 11th. There's one more thing I want to throw forward to, and that is, of course, UFC 299 next week. Now, Everyone is still on the high because Drickus is the champion of the middleweight division. Um, you have the bantamweight story coming through here. Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Chido Vera. Now, O'Malley's only got one loss in his entire career. Where basically, he was fighting uh, Chido Vera and his foot went like dead. They had like a trapped nerve or whatever, so he couldn't stand on it. And then he lost. So he mm. actually says he's unbeaten. And Cheeto is like, bitch, I beat you. And now it's at all the marbles at the top here because O'Malley is now the title holder. But it's a really great card from there because we've got Dustin Poirier versus Benoit Saint-Denis. We've got uh, Kevin Holland versus Michael Page, who is this new trailblazing star who's just got into the UFC. Gilbert Burns, he's always great value. He takes on Jack Della Maddalena. Mm-hmm. Jack Della, I always fuck this up. Jack Della Maddalena. Okay. He's an Australian. I'll take it. And I he's an incredible about striker. And then we've got Peter Yang versus Song Yedong. So what? Song Yedong. Okay. Okay. So there is, yeah, we are getting to that really exciting time where like the, the big things of the first time of the year are happening. And of course, there's Grand Prix as well, if you like a bit of that. And there's Rugby Sevens if you really Walked want to push into the it. locker room a little too early and Song Yedong. <laughs> Song Yedong will be taking on Peter Yang. So yeah, guys, there's a, Good mix of sports here across various uh, time zones, and uh, I, for one, am hugely excited. All right, well, especially on the golf. Pumlani says this week I'm betting on Ben. I don't know if we can get odds on you in your tournament. Can we? We might be able to. It'd be pretty funny because if, be. if there was huge amounts of money on it, but it, you know, it's it's amateurs, right? <laughs> a lot of the people who I'm playing against are here for a jaw. Sure, uh, but it's competitive. But and you're taking it serious, hugely serious. You've been practicing. It's not as much as I'd hoped I, I could. But I've had one day a week of short game practice. Good. So I'm like chipping and putting for like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And that's where you make all your scores. But playing tomorrow at Royal Johannesburg, my last competitive round before that. But you know also how it works is that everything's on handicap, right? So I think a lot of people, not me, go into these tournaments and they play like shit. So the handicap goes high or stays the same. Right. Last week, sorry, two weeks ago, I shot like my personal best on Uh-oh. the East course. So, I mean, I'm doing this honestly, like I'm practicing, but I'm also playing so that my handicap is then in relation to where my talents are. Mm. So I've entered two scores since then. So my handicap's gone down by a full stroke index. That's bad for you. You see, you're in South Africa. You have to be dishonest. Yeah, you probably should, but that's just not (laughs) in my nature. But also like I play on the high felt, right? Golf is easy here. This tournament's at sea level. Mm. George, the weather's always terrible. It's probably going to be raining. So it'll be a big equalizer. I don't know. All I know is I'm going to go there with game face on with all of the pressure of this listenership on my shoulders because yes. I can't go there and Many just people come will be, We will be following you. Color says, by the way, in the comments, Loftus is sold out. I have box tickets. There it's going to be epic. Fantastic. Right, so that's some rugby. And by the way, if you want to go and check out Super Bets, you can find all of the things that Ben spoke about. Responsible gambling is what they're all about, though. Strictly no under 18s. Mm-hmm. Winners know when to stop the South African Responsible Gambling Foundation's toll-free counseling hotline. 
0800-006-008. Get into some sport. And if you haven't signed up for them yet, go and check it out today. Eastern Cape is the best province in the country, except Utenhag, says Patrick. No, there's way more than you. There's a few other toilets say. there, but also some gems. Yeah. Yes. Uh, ben, just quickly from Carl, what are your thoughts on Christian Horner being cleared? Anything to say about that? Uh, Carl, it's such a money game that, huh? Because Red Bull are so ridiculously good and people have been saying this fuckery afoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They all have great lawyers and the <laughs> F1 is also a world good in its lawyers, own. Huh? Yeah. Good lawyers. That's what it boils down to. Look, as long as no one's interfering with children, Carl, that's what I always say. Well, that's what Simpiwa's got in her neighborhood. They discovered a pedophile principal in Simpiwa's neighborhood. She's very See, embarrassed. No, that She's person def- should not be cleared. They should be skinned. <laughs> Yeah, she's gone all quiet about supporting the East East Rand this morning. Yeah. She can't. She's realized it's dodge as hell. So listen, uh, Ryan had his last day yesterday. Uh, you also were here for our little bribe. Yeah. We saw Ryan off. Uh, he's, very, he's very emotional about leaving, but he's off to Ireland. I just have to say that since Ryan is leaving, mm-hmm. clearly uh, checkers have got the message because now – <laughs> Prime for twenty bucks. Because remember no, when? No, 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 remember no, no. when Ryan? Deeper. Remember when Ryan went and bought Prime for like eight hundred rand up oh, the road? Yes. Remember? Mm-hmm. No. Did, was that the energy can or was it the hydration? Slash it, it, it was. I don't know, but it was all about Ryan thinking that Logan Paul is like a, a demigod on earth, and by drinking that, Taylor Swift would also like him. Correct, and and look what's happened. Nineteen ninety nine now. Just no, trying no. to flog the stuff. No, no. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's like a pull in. It's five for fifty. Jesus, so it's basically ten rand. Ten rand. But you know what they're doing now is that they they've now roped Drickus into this, right? Oh, so they've roped Drickus in because Prime is the official hydration partner slash whatever. Like they pay UFC to be a sponsor, right? Okay, right. So now because Drickus is the title holder, they basically just got Drickus with the title and they put it on the thing. Oh, it's wow. like, guys, trust me, winners drink this. Like no one drinks this. <laughs> I just got to ask, like, at what price would you buy a Prime? Like, normal people here. Ryan, don't message. What would you say? What would you be willing to The fact to that pay? I've actually tasted it and it's horrible. It is <laughs> You were one of the first to say that. It is horrible. There was, like, yo, I was just like, if this thing tasted good, then I wouldn't mind what the price is. But it's horrible. So, zero But they like a couple of flavors. You hate them all? All of them. <laughs> all of them. But if you think all about this, All of those right? rainbow colors need to go. Like, no, Prime uh, is not good. It doesn't taste good. So, zero rant. So, the, the how pick, many rant for you? Uh, nothing. I'm, I'm getting to the point where they actually said, it, like, we've got 20 rand for you per bottle. Do you want one? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going with that way, you know. It's like trading, basically. Right. So, the picture you showed there was, yes, I was in Santon City there. yesterday. So, that's the Checkers, right? Now, Checkers, right. are it's a great shopping experience. I like it as a grocery store. Sure. They can't even shift this shit. I mean, that's like, I'd, I'd sooner buy expired Steri Stumpies than buy that. <laughs> it's because, it's, you know, the whole thing about packaging, right? The, we were talking about this yesterday. The whole about packaging, you don't need the best product in the world, you need the best marketing team. These oaks, when they started Prime, Prime, mm-hmm. they, Prom. how you raise money for these businesses is you factor in all the marketing and hype money you need. Mm-hmm. So they factored in the hype train to th- sell this crap. Mm. Which is great because it got them the initial sales. Yeah. Sure. And Worked it's in like, the beginning and then it's diminishing returns. And then people actually tasted the shit and they're like, whoa, this is terrible. And it's not zero hydration like qualities anyway. This is terrible. It's just low calorie bollocks. Well, Tabo says if birds had milk, it would taste like prime. 
That's a pretty damning uh, decision but there. You from can him. go in there and people spend what forty rand on a coffee. They're spending however money on Monster every month. You can yeah. get f- five. So that's what yeah. two and a half liters for fifty rand, and no one is still it's not going to work. Oh, you've scratched the nerve. Propaganda says they should. Sp- uh, no, no. Here, Steri Stumpy is the milk of the gods signet. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. Uh, Arthur so, says, don't insult Steri Stumpies. People I wasn't like insulting Steri Stumpies. I said, I'd, right. I'd sooner have expired Steri Stumpies. So what I was saying is that Steri Stumpies, away from its prime, is still better than prime. Okay, I honestly haven't thought about this at all. I don't know how, how cheap it would have to be for me to buy it. It's disgusting. No. Okay. All right. Well, there we've uh, we've covered that one. It's already seven o'clock. We got so much more to do. Stick around. In the next hour, we will talk about a bunch of things that I think you might be interested in. The dopamine culture graph. Oh yes. Are you in dopamine culture? I... Is that how you live your are life? We all are. Are we autopiloting? I'd like to think I'm like the exception to the rules. Are no. we'll see. We'll see. We'll go through the list. We'll we'll figure it out. Also. Um, Gossiping may not be all bad, Simpua says. She's got some research. You know, Simpua's research. She gets straight off like some dodgy internet cannot, site. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Where like a, a bunch of... <laughs> Bunch of real weirdos have been inputting information if for you, six days. If you go to the sites where Sabiri gets her researches from, there's about 17 pop-up windows for like ads. You know those really dodgy yes. websites, and the pop-up you windows you can't even just see the stuff because the pop-ups is like one giant dong here. There's a woman here naked and herbal remedies. All right, all of that and more coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com. All right, it is Friday. Cliffcentral.com.